Welcome back to Cloud Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters. I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Megan, we have a fantastic show today. You know why? Why? Because everyone on the show is from the Pacific Northwest today. I know. Well, besides that, (laughs) besides that, we have a lot of (laughs) other good things to talk about because I think this program, I think our listeners, Megan, are going to be blown away by how fantastic this program is. And I really believe this is the future of cause. So we're excited to get to it today. On the line with us now, Megan, is Ed Riegert. He is the retail marketing manager for Brooks and Kristen Fitton, who is the footwear merchandise manager for REI, and they are talking about a great National Parks collection uh, that they've done to benefit uh, the National Parks Foundation, and it's shoes and tees uh, being sold at REI to celebrate um, the National Parks and to benefit them. Welcome, Ed and Kristen. Thank you. Thanks so much for being on today. I mean, this i mean, this is like a great campaign. And one of the things that we're going to point our, uh, our listeners to immediately, Megan, after the show, is to check out online uh, where they can find these. But one of the things, both people online, I got to really commend you. I think this looks like a fantastic campaign. You guys did not only a great job with the look and the feel of the shoes and the shirts, uh, but this program is just going to a great cause, the National Pox Foundation. Can you tell us a little bit about how this program got started and how you got involved with National Parks? Sure, yeah, I will start. Um, Really, we started with the idea that we wanted to celebrate the National Parks and some of the most iconic National Parks. And within that, build in a give back component um, that can give back and and protect those National Parks to the National Park Foundation. All of that wrapped up in something that I think uh, is really aligned to the purpose of Brooks Running to inspire people to run, be active, and get outside and enjoy themselves. Um, at the time when this was coming together, um, when we brought this to REI, it just so happened to be kind of at the, the tail end of the centennial celebration that the National Park celebrated last year. Um, mm-hmm. and, and really everything just aligned uh, that we were able to bring this to runners and in support of the parks. So, Ed, who who was National Park already a partner of yours and you decided to create this shoe and clothing line to benefit them? Or was this something brand new for Brooks? Well, uh, I mean, REI was was our, our partner in this from the beginning. Uh, the National Park Foundation, we had had a previous uh, give back component also that REI was uh, a part of in mm-hmm. the year before in 2016. Uh, we brought another collection, actually a specific shoe celebrating uh, Scott Jurek's. Uh, speed record of the Appalachia Trail uh, back in 2018 that had a give back component to it as well. Talk a little bit about, Kristen, maybe you can jump in here. Talk a little bit about the partnership mm-hmm. between Brooks and REI. And I have to say, I just have to jump back and say, I'm a little bit remiss that we have Brooks and REI on the phone right now talking about this great campaign because you guys also have all these other great campaigns in market right now. So I feel like we should talk about all of them, but we're going to focus today. We're going to try our best to focus, but um, talk a little bit about partnerships that Brooks and REI have had around a cause in the past. Well, uh, Ed mentioned the 2189 from last year, which was just a much smaller campaign 
um, kind of more of a, a cherry on the top of a, of a larger campaign. Mm-hmm. When they first showed this to me over a year ago, it was, you know, they're just taking a shoe that we have, um, you know, traditionally done very well with and coming and showing it this great concept with beautiful colors and really kind of owning, um, badging yourself for the national park. It was, you know, we've already have a great partnership with Brooks and they showed, you know, these, you know, it wasn't just great tees and shoes, but that give back component. Mm-hmm. So REI was born in the park. We've been partnering with the National Parks Foundation for a number of years to, to promote the things we care about most, including supporting our public lands. And it's really felt that this was a great partnership to help promote a new introduction and give our members an exclusive and a twist on the Cascadia shoe that's been a favorite at REI for several years. And give our members another way to support, you know, our beloved national park. Hey, Ed, how does this, um, tell us a little bit about exactly how this program works. How much, uh, you know, you have four different shoes uh, for four different parks. Which parks are they? How much money is going back to the National Parks Foundations, et cetera? Yeah, so uh, actually there are five uh, Cascadia shoes. One that is inspired by the overall national park collection, inspired by the colors of actually the park rangers uniform and then there are four iconic national parks that are um, celebrated as part of this collection and then uh, those are uh, rainier here in our backyard of pacific northwest you have yellowstone yosemite and then the great smoky mountains and then each of those parks also has a men's and a women's graphic tee that goes along with it we uh, as a part of the give back component five percent of the wholesale uh, value of each of the products is going to be given back based on the sales of the shoes up to $50,000 to the National Park Foundation. So that's Ed, fantastic. How did a Minuteman National Park in Massachusetts not be included? In this? <laughs> I'm going to have to talk. I'm going to have to talk to Stephanie about this. You are consulted. Parks. I mean, I wasn't consulted this. It could have been you could have done a stunning red, white and blue shoe. Uh, I mean, it's just a, I think it's just kind of a missed opportunity. I hope in the next round, uh, uh, Ed, that we're going to be able to work in, you know, some more Eastern destino- destinations here. We'll take that into consideration. <laughs> I'm curious. That was Ed, definitely the sentiment we heard from a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that under advisement. Hey, Megan, before we move on to our next question, let's recognize today's show sponsor, Catalyst. Catalyst is the industry's only matchmaking platform for companies and causes. Think of them like an online dating app for social good. At Catalyst, you can research companies, their customers, and the types of partnerships that they're looking for. Then you can actually connect with those companies. You can now try it out for free and find out which companies are right for your organization. Email members at gocatalyst.com. Again, members at gocatalyst.com with the code podcast 17. Again, that's podcast 17 to try out Catalyst for 14 days for free. Thank you, Catalyst, for sponsoring Cause Talk Radio. I'm curious, Ed, about <laughs> the the effort it takes to create a shoe, because mm. that is a huge process, I would assume, to design an actual shoe. So why why go through all of that trouble versus saying like, oh, you know, $5 off of this shoe or that shoe is going to benefit the national park. Like why actually create a custom branded shoe? Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're a running brand at, at heart and, you know, I think there's something to, you know, the authenticity of, of creating something that, 
uh, not only celebrates the parks, uh, has the give back component that, that people can actually go out and wear as a, a bit of a badge of honor and actually participate in running and exploring these national parks in, in the collections that is actually inspired by that park. I think it's a, a really cool, authentic way to give uh, consumers a uh, an opportunity to uh, share our values. Yeah, I love it. I think I might need to go out and get a pair. I am a Brooks wearer for a long time, so I saw these come out and I was like, oh, I need, I need some I know, trail shoes. Really, I mean, they're, they're really shop colors, and you know, I just love to like. I think I think you did a great job on the t-shirts, guys, uh, because I just think they look great. The you know the the cotton looks awesome in terms of what you chose for a t-shirt, and then the emblem and logos that you put on there are fantastic. I you know I and for me when I look at these types of programs. Too. And when I talk to nonprofits, these types of programs are really like top of the food chain in terms of you don't see many nonprofits get deals like this around what True. you know what I usually call signature product cause marketing in the sense like either yeah, are products out there that benefit causes. But when companies start building products around a specific cause, that says something about that cause. One, as a brand. And two, it says something about the loyalty of their audience. You know, one of the things that I'm kind of curious, Ed, though, uh, from a Brooks perspective, is this type of brand branded uh, shoe. Is this the future of footwear? You know, I, 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 there was obviously a, a large team here at, at Brooks that created this from starting with our, our product teams, both on the footwear and apparel side. You know, I definitely think that the success that we have seen on this has uh, been, you know, I, I think we were uh, optimistic that this was going to be very successful. But I don't think any of us could have uh, imagined how um, the the, the consumer and, and runners out there were going to positively respond to this. So, I mean, I can't speak to exactly what's coming next for, for mm. this, but I, I definitely think that the learnings from this, you know, prove that there's an opportunity in this space for us to continue building products around stories like this. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we've learned, and especially from the shoe industry, is partnerships work, right? In the sense, like, you know, going back to, you know, Michael Jordan and, and, and you know, all these other stars that have, uh, have put shoes out there, is that we're really kind of exploring the niches of where some of the possibility is in terms of how we create shoes. And it's really exciting that we're now we're doing this for causes. Kristen, I wonder if we could talk about the fact that the shoe is sold exclusively at REI. When I first saw this program, I was like, this is fantastic because REI had this whole National Park Foundation, their centennial celebration, they had all this great stuff. So it made perfect sense to me. But talk a little bit about that exclusivity piece. How important is that to you? Um, what benefit does that give to you? You know, I think it's important. You know, REI, we're always looking for those brands and um, the best brands and product lines to help get our people outdoor just in general. You know, Brooks Cascadi has been one of the most successful shoes that we sold at REI. So being able to create something that's more interesting and special and only available at the co-op is important. It, it kind of gives the members excited and, and something for them to to feel a little bit special about. You know, it really also goes back to, you know, that kind of they share that same special ethos. Now, our partnerships gives people a, a special and maybe a different way to commemorate the national parks and get back to the places, you know, that we all love to recreate. You know, what's better than wearing the shoe you love to run in while supporting the trails you love to run on? So with the program, uh, 5% of sales is benefiting the National Parks Foundation up to $50,000. Has this program been successful enough that you've already hit that maximum? I know that it has been uh, massively successful from a, from a sell-through perspective. Um, we have, uh, I believe that we are close. I don't believe we have officially hit the maximum mm -hmm. yet, but um, we can look into reporting on that and get back 
Yeah, it sounds like consumers have really loved the program. Is that the case too with employees, Ed? Yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, you know, this product was um, exclusive to, to REI, so we were only really able to gather a few dozen pairs uh, to offer up uh, as an opportunity for our employees to purchase. But we, we did it one day here in the office, and we had a line out the door uh, right before the doors were supposed to open. And, uh, yeah, there was a, it was a uh, real celebration here at the office that people got their chance to uh, get their hands on some of these shoes. Mm. Kristen, I'm curious what the response has been from consumers. I mean, everyone's saying, oh, it's been so great. But what, what have you heard anecdotally from people? Obviously, they're selling well, but any other anecdotes that you've heard from consumers in stores? Well, the reaction definitely has been overwhelmingly positive from both customers and employees. I've had a lot of people stop me in the hallways and comment on specific perks or colors or, mm. you know, what they what you know, what resonated with them. Um, we've seen both our in-stores and our online sales have definitely exceeded our expectations across all the park themes and def- and kind of equal between men and women. And we've mm. seen on our like our social engagement, we've had a lot of click-through rates, and that really demonstrates our public's positive response to this initiative and and their love to the you know for the park. On That's a awesome. on a personal level, my little cousin came up. We were at a family dinner, and he mentioned it to me. I didn't even talk to him about it. He's a very outdoor kid, and he was told me like the shoes are cool. They're kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing right that has to be a compliment exactly he's 20 you know so when he says something's tight quote unquote that must be a positive thing so, oh that's a good thing yeah. I didn't talk about it. He, yeah he, yeah he came up to me and um and mentioned that he gets all the campaign and he thought the shoes were cool looking so i was like i'll take that as a compliment that's right that's awesome yeah, yeah well, because i would have been millennials like, right i know there. i would have been like what what do you mean and did you get did you buy them narrow or something like that why they're so tight you know but i do that all the time with my <laughs> oh, kids no, so you, yeah yeah so that's a cool word now. yeah i didn't ask for a translation that's right that's right you yeah. could just tell anyways <laughs> you know so hey uh ed yeah. in, in the there terms of <laughs> in terms of uh brooks and the shoes you sell how does this shoe position you in the trail running space has that been an area that you've always been active in yeah no one 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 hundred percent i mean i think we've always been positioned in the cascadia model now and it's uh tell 12th edition um, has been in market and a super successful shoe uh, for our brand, not only with REI. So uh, I think that uh, it doesn't change necessarily our position. I think it just reinforces reinforces it with, with that consumer. Their ability to call attention to the trails and trail running in a very meaningful way. You know, they've already have a great line of shoes and clothing, and they've had permission to be on the trail for, for quite a while. And I love that they've elevated the conversation and, and something that they believe in. I would really love to hear a little bit from each of you about what you see as business benefits to you for this campaign. Joe and I are big believers that in order for these campaigns that are cause focused to be successful and lasting and, you know, to have the finances to, to do more of them, they, there has to be some sort of business objective there. Clearly sales is one of them, but for each of you, what, what does this campaign mean to you from what are the business objectives that you're looking at um, as you're, you're thinking about evaluating this campaign. So, I mean, really, we wanted to engage uh, with with runners uh, in a conversation about uh, protecting what we love. And, uh, you know, it's important for us to share our beliefs and values with our our runners and our consumers. And we know there's over 100 million people worldwide that run outside, and it's critical that we take care of it. So not to mention there's, you know, overlap with, you know, the belief of uh, the National Park Foundation's mission of conserving outdoor spaces for use. Um, and making them accessible to as many people as possible. Do you find that more important now in today's political climate? Like you're, you're kind of taking a stand to protect the environment. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, this has always been one of our values. Uh, I think it, it might be more of a you know topic uh, out in in the world today, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't change that this has been one of our longstanding values. No, and it's same for REI. We've been working with the National Park Foundation for many years, you know, and this goes back to the ethos of our members and what REI and Brook stands for. You know, as a co-op, we're able to you know, help people in communities, you know, communities protect the places we love. You know, it's a core part of our, our business model that links the co-op's health to investments in the outdoor community. As we thrive, you know, we're able to share that success. Last year, REI invested more than 70% of its profits back to the outdoor community. You know, and this partnership with Brooks is an excellent example of a way we're able to help our customers join in in that giving back um, to help protect those outdoor spaces. Ed and Kristen, I'm looking at the four different shoes right now. Of course, there's a fifth one, too, which is also very attractive, too, Mm -hmm. because it's green and blue. But which ones are your favorite? Because I'm trying to decide here what to get. That's like picking your favorite child. I know. Well, I do that all the time. And uh, but but I'm kind of leaning to the Mount Rainier. You know what I mean? Because it's got you the, should be. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's got a lot. Of, you know, <laughs> but it's something neutral. I mean, I do like the Smoky Mountain one too because it's very bright. You know, and they had nice shoes and stuff like that. But I also like the Yosemite one. What about you two? Which ones do you like? I have to say, when I first saw the collection, the Yosemite because of the the turquoise and the yellow and the orange really really spoke to me. I thought it was just a really fun shoe. Yep. But when the Rainier kind of finally came to its final. Uh, coloring, I just that one just resonates with me, yeah. and I'm a Seattle girl. I have to go with the Rainier. I know. Now oh, that's a nice one. What about you, Ed? Which one are you going with? Yeah, this uh, you know this whole project has been so close to, to my heart. I, I love all of them in their own <laughs> unique way. But uh, <laughs> considering our our building here sits uh, on the the, the uh, banks of the um, Lake Lake Union and looks over Mount Rainier on a daily basis, it's really hard not to have that be our favorite as a center. Uh, there you here. go. There you go. Now, here's the question for you. Is there one shoe, and you may or may not know this, is there one shoe that's selling like gangbusters over the others? No, they've actually been fairly even. I've huh. been surprised by the record mm. because they weren't necessarily, I mean, they were sent, we put them out in the stores regionally, so they yep. weren't sent to all doors except for the the national, the kind of the, the green one that was the overall national park shoe. Yep. But across the board, they've been selling fairly evenly, and um, even between men and women as well. They're all really nice shoes, though. You guys did a great job on these. I'm I'm curious to know from each of you when you do a campaign like this. First of all, you've got at least two partners, each of you, which can add a layer of complexity. But any surprises along the way, things that have been either challenges that have popped up or things that have surprised you that you weren't expecting? Um, you know, you're not all the way through the campaign yet, but certainly well into it. Not, I mean, I think we're just surprised of how the passion, the camaraderie of the joint partnership on supporting the, initi- the initiative, you know, both organizations have that shared passion for really unlocking and up-leveling the, the outcome. Um, just seeing that it's been pretty equal enthusiasm enthusiasm and engagement across the product mm-hmm. and by gender was a little bit of a surprise because the shoe in the past has been a little bit leaning more towards women mm. as far as sales wise, but it's been pretty even since we introduced, introduced the colors. And this is the first time we've done a shoe that has been um, colored up the same for both men's and women's. And that was a little bit of a risk where, you know, we, it's a little bit different than some of the trends we've been seeing in the past, but um, just seeing that both him and her have reacted to the same, colors in a really similar way has been a little bit of a surprise and a really happy surprise that is interesting joe because don't you think that typically with men 
at least for traditional cause campaigns, they tend to resonate more with women, or mm. at least that's the stereotype. So it's yeah. interesting that this particular campaign has done well, for, just, both for the color re, color aspect as well as just the fact that it's a cause product. You know, it just goes to show you that men mm-hmm. have a hot Megan. You know I, mean? I know we they really do, do, but sometimes we they don't really like to do. show it. You know, and we're showing it in this campaign. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and I'm going to ask you to shell out some green at the end of the month so you can buy one of me, these shoes for me for my birthday. <laughs> no problem, Joe. Okay. So definitely. Ed, how about you? Any surprises along the way? No, I mean, I, I think, you know, there's there's no way uh, of knowing. I, I think we were all optimistic, like I mentioned before, but, the, you know, the positive reception about how this campaign uh, and the products have been received by customers. And I, I think ultimately, um, you know, a lot of this goes to, you know, really thanking REI for the, the partnership here and really allowing and, and partnering with us and bringing this to life um, in such an amazing way. So, um, it, ultimately, it's it's been a, a great success on all fronts. That's awesome. Do you do you guys test these products with consumers before you roll them out? Like, do you have a little focus group of a bunch of room full of Joes, and you're like, "Hey, do you like these shoes?" <laughs> uh, kind of not formally, but you know, when they first presented the shoes, you know, they gave us this beautiful PowerPoint with all the colors and the shoes colored mm. up to tie back to the photography and the inspiration from the park. Mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. kind of that instant visceral reaction where. Of course, you know, I'm like, this is awesome. Great give back um, component. And I send this, you know, I give it to my boss and she's like, wow. And then it starts kind of building from there. Um, and then everything that happened on the campaign, it's like when everybody from our, on the REI side got hold of it, it inspired them to elevate what they were going to, what they originally had planned. So our visual team, our digital team and our marketing team kind of ran with it a little bit more. Once they saw the visual so they could. Yeah. Once they, they saw, yeah, once they it. saw the visual and just being like, yeah, exactly. And just, it was, you know, it wasn't just pretty product. It was just kind of everything hit perfectly. It was like cool product, men's and women's footwear, t-shirts. And we even have some socks yep. um, that you have, probably <laughs> haven't seen, but, uh, and it just, and then, and then that caused back in, in supporting, you know, the national parks, which is something we talk about in public space and getting people out outdoors and getting people on the trails is something that we talk about every day. I mean, that's, that's why we're here. Yeah. And, you know, I love too, that the shoes um, are each stamped with their own national park crest. Uh, you know, and I love that mm-hmm. too, that you, you, Thank you're you. allowing people to like take a stand and like, you know, choose this shoe and say, this is, you know, what I want to do. I just wish there was a shoe here that, you know, kind of reflected my area, but it's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, Joe. You'd have to go trail running, and you don't. That's do true. That, I don't so do trails. That's you're not that's the target. True. That's true. But most people who buy these shoes probably don't either. That's probably true. right. So I mean, it's you know, it's people who just want to look cool in jeans. <laughs> that's probably yeah. true. It's it's choose your park, and it's and it's choose how you want to use them. So yeah. I'm curious in store in REI, what kind of um, shelf space are you giving these? I know that's not the wrong word. That's like a grocery term. But are, is there a special display for these, or are they just kind of stuck on the on the wall like the rest of the shoes? Um, no, when we first brought them in for the beginning, first couple, for the entire month of August, they had a front of store placement. Oh, wow. So when you first walk in the stores, the story was there across the entire chain. And then they were in, within the region. So let's say the Northwest had both Rainier, Yosemite, and the National Parks. And the stores in on the East Coast around the Smoky Mountains, they had just that shoe plus the National Park. And then our, our, excuse me, our five flagship stores had the full meal deal. They had all of the shoes. So we had display at the front of the store and within the department with the clothing on mannequins and talking about it there, as well as the shoes were in the footwear wall as well. 
so we we definitely talked loud and proud about it and had it online and and you know kind of contact our consumers that way and brooks was you know they partnered and did the same thing from their site which was really impressive that's awesome and i think it's so important when you have a cause campaign to kind of go go loud and proud with it as you said because i remember for the centennial you did that too with the national park foundation collection Mm -hmm. that was like all right up front right when you walked in so good on you all yeah no i think it looks really good and (laughs) you know one of the things I really like, too, is the fact that you guys, um, you know, have some content associated with this, too, in the sense that, you you know, you can you have sections on the site about uh, on Brooks about finding places to explore and then uh, five tips for the trail and those types of things. Ed. So I think that's a great addition to the campaign, too. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Well, Ed and Kristen, this has been so fantastic to learn more about this great, great partnership. If people want to learn more about it online, how might they do that? They can just go on REI.com. Excellent. And we will include that in the show notes. Joe, where can people find you online if they'd like to do that? People can find me on Twitter at Joe Waters. Uh, Make sure to visit Selfish Giving, sign up for my newsletter and get my five-day mini course on cause marketing. And don't forget all those great pins that we have on Pinterest that uh, highlight cause campaign, over 4,000 of them at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. Where can people find you, Megan? I'm also online on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for Engage for Good at Engage for Good, which is where you can also find show notes for today's episode, engageforgood.com as well as selfishgiving.com. While you're online, please make sure to subscribe to the Cause Talk Radio podcast and iTunes so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Ed and Kristen and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time.